Welcome to the Destination Kingdom podcast, where one friend sharpens another and culture meets Christianity. I'm your host, D, and I'm Key. So, welcome, real friends. Thank y'all for tuning in again. We are a bi weekly podcast hosted by two friends, D and Key. Um, and we're on a mission to make sure that Christianity and culture meet because you cannot impact what you are not a part of. Hallelujah. Right. <laughs> Definitely said <see it>. hallelujah. <laughs> Look, that's fine. Anywho, <laughs> uh, so look, let's just jump into it. So I think maybe like two episodes ago, we introduced Thing About It. So we're going to pop that back off this episode. So um, hurt people, hurt people. So <laughs> um, we're going to talk about a whole bunch of hurt, y'all. And to pop it off, we got to start with this Keisha and Ashanti verses. Okay. <laughs> Girl, listen, okay, so first of all, let's just give all praise and honor that the verses even happened. Right, okay? right. First let's time. do that. First, giving honor to God who's ahead of my life and everybody on the <laughs> roster and their respective places. We just want to come before the Lord and say, thank you for allowing these verses to actually happen. Third time. It happened. It's a charm. <laughs> yes, third time is a charm, and it finally happened. So here we are. Yeah, I enjoyed it. It was very nostalgic to me. Um, it took me back to it did take me back to those hurt girl places of my life. And I don't want to say like those bitter places, but it did take me back there. It did have me reminiscing and giving glory, like, oh Lord, thank you. I ain't that no more. You know what I'm saying? It did kind of make me feel like that. But what were your thoughts, girl? I enjoyed it too. And I will say I was sleep on the Shanti at first. I was sleep I on the Shanti. I was sleep on the Shanti. I was sleep on my girl. <laughs> and then I remember as she started playing her songs, and I was like, oh dang, this what this used to be my jam back in the day. Like, okay, okay. I forgot Ashanti. She did that. Okay. okay. Girl. When she so, yes. baby, 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 baby. Yes. <laughs> Listen, I told people because I People were like you. They were asleep. I said, now, I don't, I'm not going to say with full confidence that Ashanti was going to win the battle, but I think Ashanti was going to come there and remind us why she was the princess of R&B yeah. at that time. You know what I'm yeah. saying? I'm like, she, I, she came with it. She had the hits. I was like, oh, I forgot about this song. Like, okay, bring me back. Um, but yeah, it was good. Uh, I will say, I don't know what Keisha had going on. I pray she all right, but <laughs> she was a little all over the place for me. <laughs> she was. I the, the part with her wanting to stand up, Girl. I didn't mind if she wanted to stand up. It was like, y'all, it's been going on three times. Y'all didn't go over the, you know what I mean? Like y'all didn't go over the setup. Like y'all. <laughs> And then we had to wait so long. It was like, Keisha, are you okay? I was concerned. That was like, Keisha, are you okay? And they said she was doing her hat. And I was like, okay, like this wig finna be popping. Now I will say both of their hair. I mean, it was it was late. It was late. They probably had the same sponsor on here. (laughs) But their wigs. Baby, when I say bone straight and it was moving with no stiffness. Stiff well. Stiff well. Hello. My <laughs> hair braided down, so I can't even do the look. But you know what I mean? It was it was nice. It was nice. I enjoyed it. It like I said, what was your favorite Keisha song? Keisha Cole song? Oh gosh. Um I should have cheated. You already know. 
<laughs> hurt, hurt, people, hurt, hurt, people. hurt people, hurt people. <laughs> but you know, that's a fact, though. <laughs> not not on the hurt people, hurt people. That is a fact. But I was talking about on our shit of cheated. That that is a fact. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> my favorite Keisha Cole song was Heaven Sent or is Heaven Sent. Actually, yeah. that's my favorite song. Period. I like, yeah, that's the little vibe. I like Sent from Heaven. Where it's going to come or where it's being on. You may have put, okay, <laughs> but that's my song. That's my song. What was your favorite Ashanti song that you remember from back in the day? Uh gosh, rain. What is it? Rain. Mm, rain. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Would you take this pain from me? Thank you. I don't want. Now I was not yeah, with her on that. I don't, don't want to live. I don't want to breathe. I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> but I definitely, I see where she was coming from. I see the hurt. I see. Yes. Yes. I'm like sometimes you get to that place though where you like it's a lot, bro. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think I already gave mine away, but my favorite Ashanti song was Baby, Baby, Baby. Baby, Baby, Baby. Baby, 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 Baby. Then the little piano song. <laughs> That's my song. That's my song. So shout out to Keisha Cole and uh, Ashanti. Y'all did the verses. We enjoyed it. Definitely took us back on a ride to when them songs was first coming out. I had no business listening to that song. But we was there. Yeah, I'm like, I don't even think I was really in a place to be hurt when Ashanti was out for real. But she was the vibe. <laughs> no, I wasn't in a place to be hurt either. I think it was it was more nostalgic for me just remembering like being around family and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like when that came out and like them songs being the hit back in the day and just yeah. You know, yeah. I think I think for our age range. Keisha Cole was more relevant to when we actually started going through that phase of life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, you know, you could always put a Shanti on your little mix CDs from back in the day. Yeah, I went, um, you remember when they used to have Power Fest in Augusta? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we went and Shanti came one year, me and my sister. What oh, she yeah. said? What's that song? I got that good, 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 good. <laughs> That, was, was that, bomb. Bomb. Was that video bomb. was a bomb. It was, I mean, it was legit. I actually liked that video because she had the little Coke bottle rollers in her head. I'm, mm-hmm. I feel like I'm dating myself on this episode. But y'all, y'all listeners, y'all around our age, so y'all know, y'all know what I'm exactly. talking about. Y'all, that's the one when Nitty, Nelly was in the video. I was gonna say, and if you don't know, go look it up. <laughs> um, so let's get into the next. The thing about it topic. Jasmine Sullivan's new album. Yes, ma'am. I'm here for it. Okay. Um, I will say when I first listened to it, I was I feel like every woman in some way, shape, or form can relate to every tale. Like it might not be your whole tale, but it's a part of it in there. Cause even when I was looking at it and I was like, dang, like I can relate to Antoinette. I can relate to Donna. Like I can relate to Ari. Like I can relate to a whole bunch, of, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, like I'm here and I, I definitely got some of those moments. Um, but yeah. What you thought about it? My favorite tale was Antoinette's. Um, yeah, my favorite tale was Antoinette's. I re- there was a piece, like you said, that related to everybody. But and I was late listening to the album, 
um, than everyone else. So once I did hear it, I was like, okay, let me let me just get this a little. You know, I love Jasmine Sullivan. I was hype. I just was going through some things. So I didn't listen to it. You know, you got to make sure you're in the right space to hear certain songs and hear certain music. Um, but when I heard Antoinette's tale, I was like, girl, girl, because we all, you know, in some form or fashion have done that. We have lied in a way to that man or even to ourselves to just make us feel better in that moment and just kind of give ourselves like a false hope that wasn't, it wasn't real. It was never real. But then when that ends and you have to sit up there and be like, why did I say that? I really never even meant that. But then you got to go through breaking that soul tie. You know what I'm saying? Like, I said this mess and I never even meant it. (laughs) You know what I mean? But just trying to make that person feel good in the moment. So, But my favorite song off that album is Pick Up Your Feelings. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. (laughs) When Sis was just talking about, like, I put a lock on the door where my heart once was. And she said, I made my peace so you can run them streets. It's a couple other things that she said in there. But that whole, first of all, before we begin to the lyrics, can we just acknowledge Jasmine Sullivan's lower registry? Can we, though? Her range overall, in general. Like, Jasmine is the queen. That's all I got to (laughs) say. That's all I got to (laughs) say. Like, her range is, yeah, amazing. It is like I love when she does the little runs and oh my gosh I I have loved Jasmine since she first came out and I have been waiting on this album for a long time a long time we was we hadn't even graduated college when reality show came out yeah. I think that was like 2014 so it's been almost seven years. It's been a minute, and I, I'm like, everybody like, where Jasmine at? Where Jasmine at? Jasmine was working, okay? Sis Girl, and working. Jasmine came out with a new body, new man, new lyrics. I'm did, like, this. <laughs> yes, and we ain't gonna spend too much time on this particular one, but I, I, I enjoyed her having various women on there, and I love that her and Ari did do something together because they both have that, like, Neo soul type vibe mm-hmm. to him, you know what I mean? Yeah, so I appreciated that. What was your uh, favorite song? Um, I definitely like Pick Up Your Feelings, so that one, but also, <laughs> um, Girls Like Me, like I feel like that's so relatable. Like in the beginning, when she talked about I created a Tinder profile, um, so I can return you to your sender. <laughs> And it's like, yeah, like I can, I can relate to that. Like I didn't been hurt, and now I'm like, oh, you out here with such and such. Like I'm finna go get on Tinder. I'm finna so, get somebody. I'm look, exactly. Because if you thought then nobody want me. Exactly. What? Stop! 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 <laughs> Somebody did. <laughs> Somebody. Everybody did. did. Actually, <laughs> I was just putting them on hold because I was with you. Right. Right. <laughs> it's so funny though. I always say this and I'm like, when you get a relationship, it's like, oh, folks be in the inbox. It's like, where you come from? <laughs> they be in the inbox. Radar. Like, oh, she's off the market. Let me let me go check right. it. Right. Slide in uh, some kind of way. So I- folks always want it. <laughs> oh <laughs> let me find her. <laughs> 
I am dropping the pin, which is uh, uh, indicative of a mic right now. I said a whole word. You hear me? A whole word, sis. So if you have not caught on, um, today's topic is definitely going to be about hurt people. <laughs> right, clearly. And clearly. when we were in that, that season of being hurt, um, I know I've been in that season multiple times and it's just not fun. Um, but I do remember there was one time, which was, I think the last time I was hurt to that magnitude where D and our other friend, our other best friend, y'all hear us mention her all the time, but our other best friend, like they were concerned. (laughs) (laughs) I remember our other best friend and her boyfriend, they came and set me down one day. I was like, what is (laughs) <laughs> I had a couple people come and sit me down and I was like, am I really this hurt? Yes. <laughs> you know, it was just like, they just kind of said some things that were, I didn't realize how much I was changing and how much I was allowing the hurt to impact who I was as a person. You know what yeah. I mean? And I would say like, I was broken hearted. Like you talking about, let me tell y'all. Tony Braxton, seven whole days. Seven whole days. <laughs> Not a word from you. <laughs> Let me tell you, that was on repeat in college. Okay, that was on repeat. It And it was not my whole college career. I'm just saying that season. But, it, I mean, I really had to, like, take a second. And I think that's why, for me, Jasmine Sullivan is so pivotal for me and so inspirational because there was a... Anybody knows me knows I love R&B. And there was a period of time where I stopped listening to R&B to try to get myself out of this rut. I was like, I don't want to hear no love songs. I don't want to hear, you know, it was either gospel or trap music. Two very extremes, but that's what it was. You know what I mean? I'm like, I don't want to hear nothing about no loving nobody or nothing like <laughs> that. I'm trying to hear some John P. Kiki or shit, or I'm trying to hear, at that time, round of applause. Okay? So, no. <laughs> Had a flashback. <laughs> I knew exactly what he wants to let me come in. <laughs> it says, okay, we going back to the to the ratchet days. But when we used to do you remember when we used to be in the club and you had a dinner, 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 dinner. And then we for me, it was when I heard the um the chip bag crush Not and I heard the burp. I was like, Thank you, Lord, for saving us. Right. Deliverance is real, okay? <laughs> so what was it like for you, D? Oh, yeah. Oh, your hurt. I didn't, I'm like, I forgot what we was talking about. <laughs> I just wished it over, Chad. Clearly. But, um, no, like, I definitely, I think, like, how you were saying, like, you get to a point where it's like, you so caught up in that hurt, and you like, I'm gonna do whatever I gotta do to get rid of this feeling. Um, for me, I like R&B as well, but um, sometimes that meant like, oh, I'm just going to go out here and go on a date with somebody or whatever. And it's like, I have no intention of being in a relationship with you, getting with you, nothing long term. Like, I just want to get a free meal mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and have a good time. So it's like, like, that was nothing. And it's like, you need your real friends to be like, hey, like, what, what what you got going on, bro? <laughs> what you got going on, sis? Because um, this ain't it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this ain't it. Like, 
It, I understand you hurt. You need to take some time. You know, sit with your feelings. <laughs> but don't be out here hurt people. And I feel like that's something too because <clears throat> at a certain point, both of us had those times where we we did hurt people just because we was hurt. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't. And these were good people. Like it wasn't nothing personal. It was just like, man, I, I'm just trying to figure out how somebody did me like this. I'm finna do it on you, and it that does not make it right at all. Um, and not like you intentionally tried to do it to him, like right. You know. <laughs> One of my mentors, I remember saying something, um, just kind of talking about this dude that I was entertaining at the time, and I she could tell like I wasn't that into him, but that you know I was just dating, you know. And she like lit into me. She was like, "That is still a human being." Uh-huh. He is a man and he may not express his feelings like that, like you do, because you're a woman, but he has feelings and I know that you are hurting him. And I was like, who side you on? Right. (laughs) (laughs) You know, and he hurt, you know, be quick to say he hurt. (laughs) He probably out here doing the same thing. Come on, that's a, that is a hurt girl thing right now. He hurt. This one is not hurt. <laughs> oh, Lord. Thank you for deliverance, G. Yeah. <laughs> that one I'm Not this thing is Because that's like you think about that and you be like, dang, bro, I really was hurt. I was really hurt. And when didn't know how to process the feelings that I was feeling. Mm-hmm. Or didn't want to process them, didn't want to sit down with them, you know. Mm. You think that made you even angrier? Subconsciously, yeah. Subconsciously. <laughs> yeah. I feel like we I feel like we both saw each other become really angry at different points in life. And it was like, I'm gonna let you ride this out, but <laughs> let you have your moment. Because I know you pulled me to the side on some stuff and kind of gave me some, you know, good sister love talks. And I did the same to you. Yeah, I was like, you definitely, um, D. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I think it's time. (laughs) I'd be like, not I think it's time. Not I think it's time. (laughs) Let me tell y'all how D be talking to me. She be like, you'll do it when you're ready. This what this what kid this this thing he'll be so calm in her love Oprah Winfrey and y'all Levan's in yeah I feel this this oh let me tell y'all what she said they get on my nerve I feel like you already know what you should do but you just not ready so you'll do it when you're ready <laughs> help her if you <laughs> oh this episode is all over. <laughs> <laughs> It's not right. But I feel like you guys appreciate this um, transparency to a degree of us just being in that season and time. So, D, what do you think helped you to kind of come out of that? So we knew like when you weren't ready to deal with that, but when you became more mature and you said, okay, it's time for me to deal with these feelings. Cause obviously it's worked out for you. I mean, <laughs> obviously Denitra has not made the formal announcement on the podcast, but obviously it's worked out. <laughs> Look, I was the girl that went and made the Tinder profile. Cause I was angry, but I met my future husband on Tinder. So, you know, <laughs> 
<laughs> so when we say future husband, what is he currently? Beyonce. Beyonce. <laughs> but um, anywho, <laughs> I will say, like, when I got to that point, I, I feel like everybody gets to a point where you get tired of going out on dates for no reason, sleeping with people for no reason. Like, you get tired of the same old, same old, like eventually you want something more. And I'm like, when you get to that point, it's like, okay, like I only know how to be toxic because that's all I've been doing for the past. I don't know how many years. <laughs> so like, I got to unlearn some of these habits. So I will say that counseling was like a huge part of that. But um, me moving to Jacksonville, I think I've talked about this numerous times, like me just move, removing myself from everything, everybody that was familiar to me kind of, Put me in a place where I had to sit there and deal with all the stuff I had done. I ain't really know nobody. Like it was me and Jesus. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, me and Jesus. And I still had to, even when I got in my last two relationships, I still had stuff I had to unlearn. Why are you looking like that? I'm trying to count the two. <laughs> my current one and then the one oh, before okay. I, had stuff I, was, I had to I unlearn. Like, those two were like my most mature relationships because <laughs> mm-hmm. before they i mean i was in relationships or wasn't in relationships you know situationships, situationships. Like we all been, let me tell you okay to the, to the young ladies and the young men that will listen to this podcast in the future be very careful when y'all get into them situationships that whole thing of like we ain't gonna catch no feelings and all that stuff i mean Bro, that's that's not real, especially if you guys are having conversations outside of the bedroom. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like if y'all are actually vibing and chilling, you just like, bro, she cool or girl, he just cool. We just kicking it, girl, boy, friends. I mean, feelings are going to develop. It's it's in some way, shape, or form, and it may not. You might be like, oh, we just cool, but you more than cool because you in the bed with him. You know. Mm-hmm. More often than not. <laughs> More often. And you know what? I will say, even in my hurt season, that was something that I felt like I wasn't perfect, but I felt like I did a decent job of knowing myself to know like I couldn't easily separate the feelings from the act. You know what I mean? So I just encourage everybody, like, check yourself for real. If you really out here trying to be that girl, that dude. Check yourself for real. Make sure you are honest with yourself to say, can I really separate? Can I really, you know, put a barrier or put a, put a lock on the door where my heart once was like Jasmine says, like, can you really do that? And then if you can do that, can you easily take it back so that you can be open for love? Cause it's not easy. I'm going to say that's the part. Cause I feel like I, I was a person that could separate my feelings, but even on the flip side of that, it's like, are you running from your feelings from something else? Are you running from past hurt that you're really not trying to deal with? So it's like, yeah, I don't have to give this person my feelings, but then you closed off to love in the long run. Yeah. And it's toxic. Right. Either it's way, it's toxic. toxic. Like, <laughs> as much as you want to admit it, it's just toxic. I think for me... um, I had a slight period of toxicity at the end of college. But my toxic traits came out after college, I feel like. That's when I was really like, I'm grown. I was like, I was, I was blessed to have a job in my field. I had moved to the Atlanta area. Um, 
and I had really started moving on from the the guy from that previous relationship. You know what I mean? But I definitely was like, I don't, I'm not ready for a relationship. But if you want to take me on a date, we can go on a date. If you want to like talk to me, like we talk, you know what I mean? But it definitely led me into some situations that I should not have been in. And yeah. only only by the grace of God. <laughs> okay. Only by the grace of God, but I think for me, like when you said that period of like when you moved to Jacksonville, so we we both moved to different cities, you for a different state at the same time. I feel like while you were going through that period of really growing and, and healing and working through yours, I was doing more of the like wilding out, you know what I mean? Yeah, but I mean, I feel like I started wilding out earlier yeah no i'm I'm, put, I'm putting it parallel yeah oh, okay because you were wilding out in college and pre-college yeah exactly yeah i was like chilling and exploring and doing different stuff because so for me just giving some of my own history like i i didn't get to be out there like that when I was in high school because just of how I grew up and how I was raised I just wasn't allowed to so when I got to college you know, I had a relationship um, for a good bit of college. Now, I was still going to parties. Don't let, don't let me practice this. I was not Clearly. sitting up in my room. They know you was doing anything. Yeah, right. I was definitely out there, but there would only be a certain point that I would let myself get to because I did have relationships. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So let me, let me practice that. Your girl was not sitting up in her room like Brandy. Okay. <laughs> Um, (laughs) I'm sorry. sorry. But after college, like it was like no whole bars. Like I was blessed. I was. I had my apartment. I was grown. I had a job. I had money. I didn't really need. I hate to say, like I didn't really need nobody for nothing. So I was like, man, listen, you getting on my nerves today? I'm gonna try. I'm gonna try to talk this out with you. But while I'm talking this out with you, I'm gonna go eat with somebody else too. And like you said, like he doing the same thing. So <laughs> that and you know, but when God, I, I think I mentioned this in season one when God brought me into that time of like no dating for a year. That is what changed me. Mm-hmm. That when he sat me down and was like, "You ain't talking to nobody. You're not going on any dates. You need to cut everybody off, and it's gonna be me and you for three sixty five. And I was like, what? <laughs> what you mean? Like, and I think that is where he really like worked on the hurt as it pertains to men. And then in these recent years, it it became hurt on like, well, so okay, when I was going through that year of no dating, it was dealing with the present hurt that I could easily identify mm-hmm. and forgiving that. But now after Coming out of that, we're almost four years, ooh, almost four years removed from that. Yeah, girl, that was 2017, 2018. Oh, okay. I'm saying, but almost four years removed from that. Now it's been more of a season of, okay, let's deal with how you even got into those situations. Mm-hmm. So let's go into that childhood trauma. Let's go, okay, we dealt with like your late teens to early 20s, but now let's go to from the day you were born leading up to that what got you there and let's heal from that and that has been a um a rough journey yeah yeah i think that's a rough journey for anybody like when you have to go back and think about because it's like 
I think I told you this before too. Like sometimes you be you block out stuff. You be like, that ain't happen. And then it'd be like when you going through therapy and dealing with stuff, it's like, wait a minute. I think <laughs> this happened. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And I'm like, or sometimes like he'll be like, but no, like that did. And I'd be like, I don't remember. I blocked it. I mentally blocked it somewhere. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, you bury stuff, which is nice. But eventually you got to unbury it and deal with it. With it. <laughs> yeah, that'd be the rough part. Because you'd be like, oh, that really did hurt my feelings, huh? That right. really did impact me. Oh, that's why. Now I say X, Y, Z. Or like, I'll give this example too, because I always grew up in a house where I knew I was loved, but we never actually said, I love you. So mm-hmm. when I got into a relationship where I actually did love somebody, it was hard for me to say, like, I love you. Like I, my actions show you that I love you. Like, why do I have to tell you I love you? <laughs> like mm-hmm. that was a big struggle. So, you know, it's, Something as simple as that sometimes shows up years later. And it's like, I trace that back to my childhood. Like, I knew my parents loved me. I love them too. But like, we ain't never be like, oh, I love you. <laughs> mm, that's deep. Bruh. Ain't it? <laughs> so now is it easier you feel like to say it? Yeah, I think after I got out of it and then, especially with my fiance now, like, I mean, he comes from... <laughs> He comes from a lovey-dovey family. I mean, his cousins, everybody, grandma, like, when they first met me, I love you. I love you. I'm like, I don't even know y'all, but I love y'all, too. <laughs> the D is not lying, because I, I I would have to tell. Now, now she tells me on her own. Like, if I say it, she'll say it back. But her and our other best friend, I had to train them to tell. I, I have a thing for like, I, I always try to tell people that I love that I love them before my, you just never know when your last time is going to be talking to somebody. Mm-hmm. I just always want to make sure that's on the up and up with me and somebody that I really, really care about. Right. So I would be like, all right, y'all love y'all. And they'd be like, all right. They'd be like, oh, <laughs> excuse me. <laughs> Sometimes I would not let them leave my presence or get off the phone. They'd be like, oh, love you too, Key. Love you too, Key. You know, but now I feel like sometimes y'all still trying to give me attitude. But now it's like y'all willingly say it now. I think in in the almost 10 years that we've known each other, like the three of us, me and D have known each other for almost 14 years. But um, now, like, sometimes D will just send a message and say, I love you at the end. But I feel like it's because in those moments, like, she'd be like, okay, she's like, going through and I can't physically be there to help her or you know and our other friend she does the same thing like but she be like I love you bruh <laughs> <laughs> I mean I love you too so I love you too but right. like Denitra will send like a nice card or flowers or a text message and then say, I love you. I'm proud of you or whatever at the end. So, I mean, I definitely have seen the growth within UD and it's, it's been a beautiful, <laughs> my baby growing up. I can't. We all growing, child. We all growing. <laughs> we all growing. We'll come a, a long day from round of, a long day, Lord, a long way from round of applause. 
we both have Jesus. <laughs> I said we. I said we. Oh, okay. I'm All of us. We are together. We are together. But yes. Look, you got anything else? Because no, I think this is a good good place to stop. Um. I think y'all got a little bit more. I mean, I think y'all got still a balance of righteous and ratchet, but y'all definitely got a lot more ratchet on this episode. <laughs> but we hope that if you are going through um, a hurt time and you are just kind of processing those feelings, that you know that it's okay and your real friends are here. Um, if you want to reach out to us or ask for prayer or whatever, definitely reach out to us. Our email is realfriends at destinationkingdom.org. Um, you can reach out to us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook um, at Destination Kingdom on all platforms. And just know that you are not alone, um, young man, young woman. You can make this, you can make it out of this, and we love you very, very much. Definitely. Like we all been there. If you need somebody to pray for you, just look. Wanna update us on how you're doing, what's going on, feel like you can't talk to nobody, definitely reach out to us. Yes. And don't forget to like, rate, and subscribe to this podcast. Make sure you share it with a friend of a friend of a friend. Mm-hmm. So we can go ahead and uh, you know, maximize this impact. We love you guys and we'll see y'all in two weeks. See ya. Bye. <laughs>